Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things I think are worth your time in checking out. So the first thing that I want to do this week is I want to shout out all the different countries where uh, you guys are listening from, which I think is super cool, and this is something I've been meaning to do for a long time. So if your country isn't called out, or you want to give a shout out at some point in time uh, with a review or something like that, then by all means, leave a review, um, rate it on Castbox or Apple Podcasts, and next episode, I will do my best to make sure that I get that in. But the analytics that I have will be coming from Anchor, which is my hosting site, and they use all the various platforms that I use, which report analytics back to Anchor, uh, in order to gauge like age range and where you guys are all at. So if you'll indulge me real quick, I'm going to just go straight down the list. If I mispronounce it, I'm sorry. That is my fault as a silly, dumb American. So uh, bear with me. All right, here we go. So we have United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, Iran, Brazil, Germany, Mexico, India, Iraq, Russia, the Philippines, France, Ireland, <laughs> South Korea, Poland, Belgium, Denmark, Malaysia, Turkey, Spain, Puerto Rico, Ukraine, Kenya, Indonesia, Israel, Sweden, Argentina, Netherlands, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia, Italy, Singapore, Norway, Morocco, Nepal, Serbia, Venezuela, Bangladesh, Vietnam, Portugal, Kazakhstan, Bulgaria, Kuwait, United Arab Emirates, Thailand, Taiwan, Cuba, Colombia. <gasps> Cheshire. Oh, that's a that's a minor note. I wanted to I wanted to talk about this. I always thought there was an N, like a no in Chech Chechia. I thought it was Chechnya. And if that's an actual country and these ones are very close together, well, I will have learned something new today. All right, back to it. Lebanon, Myanmar, Palestine, Pakistan, Finland, Lithuania, Nigeria, Jersey, Switzerland, Dominican Republic, Mongolia, Algeria, Austria. Oman, Sudan, Ethiopia, South Africa, Czech Republic, Libya, Romania, Costa Rica, Hong Kong. Big shout out to you guys. I hope you all are doing safe. If not, keep up the good fight. You guys are doing what's right. Albania and Guadalupe. So that is everybody as of now. So if we get some new numbers in in the coming weeks, feel free to shout out your particular country or where you're coming from. And uh, I'll make sure that I, I send you some love. So thank you all for being here and sticking with me with, you know, we're at what, like 32 plus episodes now, including this one. So it's been a fun ride and I have no intentions of slowing down anytime soon. I have a couple episodes of uh, Persuade Me coming out where I have a guest on to talk about stuff. So once I get those edited and figure out where they're going to go in the lineup, I will be sure to post it all on the social media and, and, you know, give you guys a heads up in the podcast that are coming up when those will drop. Uh, If I had to put a day or date on them, I would guess that they'll probably drop on a Friday, either Wednesday or Friday, somewhere in there. That way it gives you guys kind of a a buffer from when the new episode of Persuade You drops to the, you know, the special episode. So you can get the first one in before the second. This week's episode is going to be a little different. I want to talk about something that I've kind of had my eyes open to and I've been wrestling with for some time. This one's going to be a bit more of a somber episode. I'm going to do my best to crank out two episodes this week. That way, in case, you know, this one really isn't your bag, the normal, upbeat, positive stuff will be coming out right after this. But uh, this is one that I wanted to talk about. And before you click away, if you'll notice in your feed, episode 10, the Dresden Files episode will be gone. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to tell you why, you know, the, the reasonings behind that and what I've been thinking about for a long time. So without further ado, Let's get started. Okay. 
So, as I said, episode 10 was, and if you have recently listened to it, you know that I was really excited to talk about it. Dresden Files is one of those book series that uh, I really, really enjoyed for, for quite some time. I thought the writing was was great. I thought that the characters were really well done, and I couldn't wait for the next book, which was Peace Talks, which just got released, and then Battlegrounds is coming up next month. But a good friend of mine, when I introduced him to the series, he brought up a note when we got to Death Masks, which I believe is the fourth book in the series. It's either fourth or fifth. I, th- I think it's fourth. He brought up the fact that Jim Butcher is kind of racist. And I was like, no, no, there's no way. Because I had read through the books at least, you know, three or four times at that time. And I I didn't see it. I had no idea what he was talking about. But he was like, dude, read the description of Shiro who comes up in book four, you know, how, how he's written. And I I went back to read it and I was like, okay, yeah. So he's from Japan. And so he has some, some certain traits and qualities to him that make like he sounds from, like he's from Japan. But what I didn't realize what I was saying is he sounds very stereotypical. And again, like I didn't, it didn't click for me at the time and I made excuses and I was like, nah, nah, it it definitely gets better. Like, yeah, it's kind of cringy, but whatever. Another thing that I didn't think about is how women are written throughout the Dresden Files. And this has been something that Butcher has been criticized numerous times in this book series. And again, is something that I never really thought about and I didn't talk about at all in episode 10 was that every woman is sexualized to the point where it's it's really, really cringy. A lot of people, and a lot of people will talk about this, a lot of people in the subreddit particularly where, uh, you know, Dresden Files fans come to talk. What I've realized as of late is that they're very, very defensive of any criticism when it comes to this type of stuff. And it's very reminiscent of when people say, hey, Black Lives Matter, and the immediate response is, no, all lives matter. And I've talked about this before and how that is just basically dismissing somebody's struggles and what they're going through and instead asserting your own uh, life and those that are already mattering right now. And it's just wrong and it's gross and you shouldn't ever do that. It's not, hey, we should save the rainforest doesn't mean screw all other forests. It means, hey, the rainforest is in danger now and we need to focus on it. And I've noticed that very similar mentality when it comes to a lot of Dresden Files fans. And my guess is that because the majority of them are like white cis males. And again, like there's nothing wrong with being that you can't control the way you're born. What you can control is acknowledging this. And recently that has been something that I have thought about a lot. And it was in Peace Talks, the most recent book, where it was just, it was too much. And I was like, no, I can't do this. I'm out. We're going to go into that and the problems in the Dresden Files that I didn't cover and why I ended up deleting the episode. Because at the end of the day, I don't feel comfortable recommending it anymore. This is very akin to a lot of people's feelings when it comes to J.K. Rowling and her beliefs outside of the Harry Potter universe. A lot of people don't feel comfortable recommending that series anymore because of, you know, what she basically stands for and stuff like that. And so I won't get into rolling because I think that is a a different matter. In my head, I categorize them differently. And if we're going to dive into it just briefly, in, in the Harry Potter series, I don't notice... Yes, diversity is a huge issue. Everybody's white and British and whatever. And like there are a couple characters that are not, but for the most part, everybody's pretty white. And yes, that's a problem. But the problems that I'm going to bring up in the Dresden Files uh, are not ones that I see prevalent 
and apparent and egregious in the Harry Potter universe. Now, again, I've not read the later books, and I don't really keep tabs on Rowling, so I won't comment on her or the things that she's done. I I just don't. So, as I said in the last episode, and I'll say in this one, the Dresden Files take place in Chicago, in the United States, in Chicago. Do you want to know what Chicago isn't? It's not a white city. If you have ever been to Chicago, I dare you just walk down the street and I promise you everybody you see will not be white. Promise. Even in the whitest parts of Chicago, even there, you are guaranteed to see somebody of color. Now, uh, looking up the most recent census, which I was checking last night before I decided to do this, was either in 2017 or 2018. And now I don't think this is like the official census. This was just the most recent data that uh, was provided. We had about 40%, it was between 40 and 49% were white, 30% were black, and 29% were Hispanic. Latinx is what I should say. In the Dresden Files, you would think it was 99.9% white. Everybody that Harry comes into contact with is white. In the first few books, we do have some quote-unquote diverse characters. We have two that come to mind. We have Rollins, who is Murphy's partner. He is eventually written away pretty early on in the series. We have Lamar. Both of these men are black, by the way. Lamar, who is a former Marine and EMT, and he gets written away quite quickly. And then so you wonder, okay, so where are all the black people? There's one. There's one, and that's Sonya. And I still love his character, but one black man does not a series make. And he is the only one that has stuck around. The only one. The only black man. He is the token. And this is the, the splinter in my mind that just kept growing and growing and growing. We have other characters as well. In the, what broke what broke me essentially was in peace talks. There's a lot of stuff going on in peace talks. And at one point, Harry is confronted by the wizard police, essentially. One of the characters is Yoshimo. Again, Japanese. Uh, this is the second. There is one more. I believe her name is Martha Liberty. Also extremely stereotypical. Every Asian and by every Asian, I mean the three, uh, within this series are written about as stereotypical as they come. From accents, hard, hard accents, to the point where the writing makes it clear that they can't pronounce certain letters, and it's pretty gross, honestly. But Yoshima was the one in this last book that was what broke it for me. In the series, and I, I did my best to find the exact quote, and I, I can't find it, but um, I'm sure someone out there will. In the series, when Yoshimo is being introduced, or reintroduced to us, rather, she is described as looking like a samurai. Okay, that's pretty f***ed up, but uh, let's move on. Harry says something along the lines of, she looks like she could do kung fu. What the fuck, butcher? Are you serious? This is the most blatant profiling in racism like I've seen in this series. And some of you may be not thinking like, what's the big deal? Okay, one, Asia is a huge freaking continent. It's huge. We have so many diverse cultures all over. And Asia encompasses not only Russia, China, Japan, we have India. Oh my, it's just, it's so, so many so many. And if you went from one to the other and like you didn't know what a continent was, you wouldn't know that they were on the same one. You would think that they're from across the world because of how diverse and how different they are. According to Butcher, all Asians are the same and they're all Japanese and he can't discern between the two because guess what Kung Fu is? It's Chinese. Yoshimo is Japanese. Why? Why are we crossing the two? Why should anyone look like they can do Kung Fu? Anyone? No? 
Okay. Why should you describe somebody as looking like a samurai? Unless they are dressed in samurai attire or you're playing Ghost of Tsushima on PS4 and you're talking about our main character and history and stuff like that. When you're talking about bringing in a new character into a series or reintroducing a character into the series, you really should refrain from profiling that hard. But let's move on because you might be saying, okay, so we have a couple issues here. What's the big deal? Here's the big deal. In Cold Days, which is one of my favorite books. Again, in Cold Days, there is a moment in this series where I almost just stopped reading. And it's disgusting, really. The Gatekeeper, who is of Middle Eastern descent, we're not really uh, told where exactly. Uh, it's supposed to be kind of ambiguous there. He comes and talks to Harry and everything is going well. And then he decides with emotion, he's going to call down a magic carpet and get on it and fly away. Why? 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 Why does it have to be something that just like, why? Why do you have to do that, dude? You have an entire series of mythology and like all of these things you can pull from. And that's what you go with. But let's take it one step further. In writing, when you want to portray somebody as bad, usually give them a bunch of attributes and dress them in certain clothing and make them vastly different from our main protagonist, whether it's skin color or accent or where they come from or their beliefs or, or whatever. You want to make them as different as possible when it comes to an easy way to write an antagonist. In the Dresden Files, we have Harry, who is a white cis male in Chicago, and then we're introduced to the Red Court of Vampires. Now, before I talk about them, let's talk about the White Court, who are supposed to be seductive, who are beautiful, who uh, hold lots of power. Guess what color they are? All of them are white people. Now, that wouldn't be uh, a big red flag until I describe the Red Court. The Red Court are ugly. They wear face masks. They're uh, hideous black creatures. They are, all of them, all of them are from South America and Central America. Every single one, not a single white person in any of them. And this is what we call racism in your face. This is how a lot of things were done in America years and years ago. It's how you discern between races, like who has the right to rule and who doesn't, who are the dumber, uglier population and who are the more beautiful, powerful, wealthy population. This is how you discern them that quickly. And Susan, again, is not white. Some people think that she's black or mixed. I prefer uh, Latinx. Again, she turns and eventually dies. And again, it is one of those things where like, whether it's intentional or whether it's accidental, these books are so blatantly gross. And uh, like in Peace Talks, it's what really did it for me because there's a scene where Harry hits on, either hits on or has like sexual thoughts about a child, about another one of Michael's daughters. And not only should Harry stop focusing on, you know, sex all the time and trying to date and or have sex with Michael's kids because there's a bajillion other women he could choose from, but she is a child. In this, I'm pretty sure she's between 13 and 15. She is a child. Harry is in his upper 30s, if not getting into his 40s. That's disgusting. And it is things like these that make me not want to recommend this series anymore. We have things from uh, Native American slash Indian culture where, you know, we have Bigfoot come slash River Shoulders. And he's introduced in Peace Talks into the main series. But nobody cares about River Shoulders. No one. Because he is... God, nobody knows how old he is. But then we also have 
Erwin, who is his son, who is not only diverse, he's dating a white court vampire. He's in school, like in college, learning physics. He knows magic. He's strong. He's into sports. He's much younger than everybody is. Like, this is the kind of character that you want in a series. He's not here at all. And I have completely lost faith in this series. I thought Skin Game was solid. There wasn't a ton of sexual references. There there were some. That is prevalent throughout the entire series. The fact that Butcher cannot talk about women correctly. He doesn't know how to describe a woman right as anything but, you know, something to be fantasized over. Now, whether or not that's due to the past or always wanting to, to write erotica, I won't speculate on. What I will say is that it's gotten to the point where, especially me as a father raising a daughter who is a child, and then Harry in this most recent book hitting on a child, I'm disgusted. Now, there is the age difference. Uh, my daughter isn't 13 to 15. She's much younger, but again, it's gross. It should never have happened. There's so many forced scenes like Butters either having a threesome or being in a polyamorous relationship. Now, what your thoughts and beliefs are on that, whatever. I don't look at Butters as like this huge player that gets all the girls and does whatever. Like uh, in my head, Butters is like this closeted nerd that likes to play D&D &D and, and doesn't really like going out and stuff. And that vastly changed in Peace Talks to the point where he almost fought Harry and like that again is gross. I'm gonna end this by saying I will still go through with listening and or reading Battleground because Peace Talks is broken up into two books. It's gross. I don't like it because it's definitely a money grab but I want to see if anything changes in Battleground, but I honestly think I can say that I'm probably done with this series. It's gotten to the point where yesterday Butcher did an AMA or an Ask Me Anything on Reddit, and people could ask him whatever questions they wanted. It, it didn't matter, and he was supposed to answer them, and instead, what he ended up doing is not. He, according to his account via Reddit, he only answered three questions in the entire hour that he was given. A, that's terrible. Uh, you have an entire hour and you couldn't answer questions. But one of the top, the top, 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 most upvoted questions I will have linked below was basically, is Harry gonna ever grow out of his chauvinist gaze? Meaning that, is he ever going to stop looking at women like they're meat? And that was upvoted almost 200 times. It was the second highest upvoted comment and didn't get addressed. Mine also got ignored, which was bringing up everything I've talked about in this episode, but in a very shorter uh, in, a, in a much shorter, more concise manner. It was basically, how in Chicago is everybody that Harry interacts with white? How did you take a city as diverse as Chicago is, call it the, the great hub for the magical world where everybody comes and goes, but then make everybody white? You, you can't say that it is the great hub of the world, aka like the huge mixing pot in America, and everybody comes here of all diverse races and cultures and everything, and then also have everybody be white. You, you can't. You can't have have both of those. And it's it's taken me a while to realize this, but I don't like that in writing. And again, like this is one of those things where like, why didn't I tap out in like the earlier books? Why was the egregious sexualization and uh, stereotypical writing not okay? Or why was it not uh, too much for me back then? I think a lot has changed uh, within the past few months, especially for me with the Black Lives Matter movement and 
uh, again movement, I should say rather, the continued movement. I mean, I talked about this in, a, in an earlier episode. I spent a lot of time and still do listening to black creators and authors and people that know about this stuff more than I do. I don't think it's okay to sit back and just complain about a book series being racist or not being able to write women and then continue to give money to that person when uh, you know or at least you're feeling uncomfortable. The thing about being offended or being uncomfortable is that it doesn't matter what you feel. It matters what I feel. If I am offended, if I am uncomfortable, it's not okay for you to say, no, that's not okay. You're not allowed to be offended. I am offended. I'm offended that a white person can be portrayed like this in this type of community and not be able to see that he isn't surrounded by a diverse community. He doesn't go out of his way to help train others. He basically spends all of his time surrounded with people and he talks to people that look just like him. And whether or not we could speculate if Harry is actually like that or not, that's a topic for another time. For me, it's too much. For me, I am not comfortable recommending this series to people this day and age. I don't think it's okay, and I think we should be able to expect more from creators, especially authors that have like six or seven more books to write and have essentially written out all the diversity in their series. Now, this doesn't even touch on uh, Latinx and how they're practically missing entirely from this series. Carlos is the only one and he's been the only one. And he was also written, I was talking to somebody on Reddit and they were saying like, I really hated how Carlos was written in early on. And I was like, what, really, why? And they were like, because so many Latinx characters are written like these suave ladies men that like roll their R's all the time and, and do these things to um, lure or um, seduce women constantly. He was like, I don't, I don't like that. Nobody I know is like that. And he's like, I wrote that, I read that and I was just like, ew. I don't want this. And he said, like, it's been getting better, but it's still pretty gross. Again, me as a white guy, I don't understand that. And so when I'm asking these questions, I'm like, oh, okay, well, why don't you like that? I'm, I'm like legit curious. And I ask because I want to know. I think that's the right mentality to take. I can't myself go to Jim Butcher and say, this is where you messed up. That's where beta readers, that's where editors, that's where friends and family, that's where publishers are all supposed to step in and say, hey, Jim, you can't write this stuff, man. And and nobody did. Nobody caught any of it. And I think like that is to allow those things, especially about Yoshimo, especially a writing about children, those kinds of things. And nobody caught it. Those are the things that bother me a lot. And if you go to the Dresden Files subreddit and you start talking about these things, you get downvoted and put on blast immediately. And it's because I have this firm belief that I think the majority of Dresden Files fans are white cis males. I think they get very defensive when you bring the problems like this up, like diversity, like the female perspective. Anything I've seen on the subject and my own things have been downvoted to oblivion in that subreddit. You're just bringing up these issues. You get downvoted so fast and then people just quickly jump down your throat telling you that you're wrong. And again, like that's not the mentality to take. What you should do is, hey, why do you feel this way? What what do you think? Uh, how do you think Butcher should be able to write like these? Or, or how do you think he should change the writing and stuff like that? And people think that, oh my gosh, it's going to change the entire series if he adds more black people or more Latinx people or stops uh, sexualizing children or other females all the friggin' time. And no, it won't. If anything, it will show growth and development in the character from like some 
boomer slash old, much older white guy that's stuck in his ways that doesn't want to change and instead shows him that no matter where you come from or how old you are, you're never too old to make a positive change in your life ever. And these are the kinds of things that lead me to think that this is not the series that I want to recommend anymore. I've talked to a few friends about this for days just to make sure that I'm not off base and I'm not overreacting. And everybody I've talked to is basically like, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. It's it's really sad that this is where we're at. And with that, I'm I'm going to I'm going to leave it here. I think that I've said my piece. I don't plan on talking about this again uh, unless you all have questions. I'm definitely a huge fan of answering questions. So if you want to reach out to me on social media or shoot me an email free, feel free. But that's where I stand. I'm not saying that's where you have to stand. But I think that it's important to recognize these things and recognize when you're uncomfortable and you don't want to continue. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Take it easy. Be safe. And I'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye.